0: Hello happy listeners, I'm Nicole, and I'm Wayne. Welcome to Ready to Read Storytime, where we explore short stories in Season 1, beginner chapter books in Season 2, and a kid's joke of the day in Season 3. We are adding new stories daily, so hit follow to keep exploring with us. We are reading the first book in the Dragon Master series, titled Rise of the Earth Dragon by Tracy West. Chapter 1 To the Castle Drake didn't see the king's soldier coming. He was busy digging in the onion patch. He pulled out a flat white onion. A worm called in it. Drake didn't mind the worm. He was the son of a farmer. His family had been growing onions in the kingdom of Bracken forever. He would spend his life digging up onions, whether he wanted to or not. Drake picked up the worm. Hello, little guy, he said. Then he put the worm back in the dirt. Are you Drake? A loud voice asked behind him. Drake jumped and turned around. One of the king's soldiers rode up on a black horse. He had a yellow beard. His shirt had a gold dragon sewn on it. The symbol of King Roland the Bold. Yes, I'm Drake, Drake said, his voice shaking. Soldiers never came to the fields, not unless a farmer was in trouble. The soldier rode up to Drake. He reached down and pulled him up onto his horse. Hey, what are you doing, Drake yelled. The soldier didn't answer. Drake's mother ran out of their hut. Wait, where are you taking my boy, she yelled. To King Roland, the soldier said. Drake's heart jumped a little. He'd always wanted to meet the king. "'But he's only eight, his mother yelled. "'She marched up to the horse. "'The king has chosen him,' the soldier said. "'Chosen me for what?' Drake wondered. "'He knew better than to ask the soldier questions. "'Peasants like Drake weren't allowed to speak unless spoken to. "'The king will take good care of him,' the soldier said. "'Then he spurred on the horse and sped off. "'Drake, do as the king says,' his mother called out. "'Drake had never been on a horse before. "'He held on tight.' Drake's heart pumped fast as they raced through the village. They raced over the stone bridge, and finally they stopped in front of King Roland's castle. The soldier helped Drake climb down from the horse. He opened the castle door and Drake gave Drake a shove. They passed paintings and statues and people in fancy clothes. The soldier helped Drake climb down from the horse. He opened the castle door and gave Drake a shove. They passed paintings and statues and people in fancy clothes the soldier stomped behind drake as they walked through the halls drake wanted to look at everything but the soldier gave him a push whenever he slowed down then they came to some stairs they walked down 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 the soldier stopped at a door where are we going Drake finally asked we are not going anywhere the soldier said good luck then he ran back up the stairs hey what do you mean drake yelled he was all alone. Drake looked at the big stone door. He felt afraid, but more than that, he was curious. He pushed it open and saw the face of a giant red dragon. Drake blinked. He didn't believe his eyes. Then whoosh! the dragon shot a huge fireball from his mouth. Chapter two, the Dragonstone. Drake dove away from the door. The fireball just missed him. Vulcan, stand down, he heard someone yell. Drake stood up. A red-haired girl was standing in the doorway. No more fireballs, she yelled at the dragon. He had his shiny red scales and a long, thick tail. Two big wings grew out of his back. Dragons aren't real, thought Drake. but Drake could see the dragon. He had felt the heat from the fireball. A tall man walked past the girl. He had a long white beard. He wore a pointy hat and a dark green robe. Welcome, Drake, the man said. I am Griffith, the king's wizard. Did he say wizard? Drake had so many questions. Is that a dragon, he asked? He's not just a dragon, said the girl. He's my dragon. Vulcan is the best dragon in the kingdom. Drake Meet Rory, Griffith said. Rory, please take Vulcan away. Tell the others I will be there shortly. Others, Drake thought. The girl sighed. Fine, let's go, Vulcan. She led the dragon away. Then the wizard led Drake down a dark hall. Why am I here, sir? Drake asked. Griffith didn't answer. He stopped in front of a door. Griffith pointed at its big brass lock. Sparks flew from his finger, and the lock opened. Drake's eyes grew wide wizard's magic, he thought. He followed Griffith into a room piled high with strange things. He saw bottles filled with colorful waters and powders. Griffith picked up a wooden box. The box was carved with pictures of dragons. This is why you are here, he said, opening the box. Drake peered inside. A dark green stone as big as his head glittered in the light. This dragon stone told me you have the heart of a dragon, said the wizard. He tapped Drake's chest. It d- did? Drake asked. His eyes grew wide. And those with the heart of a dragon become dragon masters for King Roland, Griffith said. Drake had heard stories about magical dragon stone, but he had never believed they were real. Now all his questions came spilling out. How does the stone know I have the heart of a dragon? And how did you find me? "'And what's a dragon master? "'And why does King Roland want dragon masters?' "'The stone is old and mysterious,' Griffith said. "'Even I do not fully understand its magic.' "'A dragon master is able to connect with dragons. "'As for the king, he is very fond of dragons, "'but he cannot control them.' "'So Vulcan isn't the only dragon?' Drake asked. "'The wizard grinned. No, he is not.' "'He handed Drake a green stone with a golden chain.' This is a piece of the Dragonstone, he said. It will help you connect with your dragon. Drake's heart jumped. My dragon? I get a dragon, he thought. He slipped a stone into his pocket. Be careful, Drake, the wizard warned. Dragons are dangerous, and even the Dragonstone can't protect you from their powers. What powers, Drake asked. The wizard led him away without another word. Chapter 3 more dragons. Drake's mind was spinning as he left the wizard's workshop. He followed Griffith to a big underground room. There were no windows and torches hung on the walls. Drake saw Rory and Vulcan, and he saw two more kids with two more dragons. Drake, this is Beau, Griffith said, pointing to a boy with black hair and his dragon. Shoot. Bo was petting his dragon's tail. The dragon had shiny blue scales, but no wings. Hi, Drake said. Nice to meet you, Drake, the boy said politely. Griffith led Drake over to a girl with long black hair. Her dragon had white scales. A yellow band of scales circled the dragon's neck, and the tip of its wings were yellow, too. This is Anna and her dragon, Capri, Griffith said. Drake nodded. Hi, he said. We could use somebody new around here, Anna said with a grin. You have met the other dragon masters and their dragons. It is time for you to meet your dragon, Griffith said. Drake's heart pounded. My family will never believe this, he thought. Just this morning, I was digging onions, and now I have ridden a horse, I've met a wizard, I've seen the dragon stone, and I'm going to have my very own dragon. He and the other dragon masters followed Griffith down another dark hallway. The dragons sleep in caves and when they're not training Bo explained as they walked wolken's cave is the biggest bragged rory griffith stopped in front of a small cave wood bars covered the cave drake meet your dragon the wizard said chapter four worm drake peered inside the dark cave a dragon sat inside Well, this creature kind of looks like a dragon, Drake thought. The dragon had brown scales that weren't shiny. He had two tiny wings. He had big green eyes and little ears. And he didn't have any legs. He looked like a big snake. The only dragon-like thing about him seemed to be his long snout. Drake stepped up to the wood bars. Hi, dragon. I'm Drake. The dragon didn't move. Put on the stone, Griffith said. Drake slipped the green stone around his neck. He felt a tingly feeling all over his body. Right away, the dragon lifted his head. He stared at Drake with big green eyes. Drake felt a strange chill. Griffith stepped forward. You must name your dragon, he said. Rory piped up. Good luck naming him, he looks boring. How about Noodlehead, Anna asked with a giggle. Bo shook his head. No, this dragon needs a good name. Drake looked carefully at the dragon. He looked at his long brown body. Worm, he said, his name is Worm. That is a good name for an earth dragon, said Griffith, opening the gate. Now, Drake, ask Worm to follow you. Okay, Drake said, Worm, please follow me. Worm followed forward. Good work, said the wizard. Keep it up, Drake. Come on, Drake said, starting to walk down the hallway. Worm crawled after him. He really is a big, ugly worm, Rory said. Rory, be nice, said Anna. Drake didn't say anything. Worm was like a big worm. Where are we going, he asked. To the training room, Griffith said. Yeah, said Rory. We'll see what you and your dragon are made of. Drake felt nervous. He touched his dragon stone. How am I supposed to train a dragon, he thought. What if I fail? What if I'm not a dragon master after all? Chapter five, do something. The training room was one big open space. Shields and long poles hung from the walls. Buckets held water and sand, and at the end of the room was a round target. Straw stuffing poked out from the sides. Griffith pointed at the target. Sparks flew from his finger, and a red bullseye showed up on the target. As time for target practice, the wizard said, Me first, Rory called out. Vulcan, come. The red dragon stomped forward. Vulcan, fire, Rory yelled. The dragon's orange eyes glowed. Then two streams of fire shot from his nose. The streams twisted together, and the fire hit the bullseye. Perfect, Rory cheered. Then the straw burst into flames. Drake jumped back. Good aim, said Griffiths. Beau, can you help put the fire out? Yes, said Beau. He looked at his dragon. Shu, he said simply. He didn't yell like Rory. Shu swiftly crossed the room. Did her feet even touch the ground? Drake wondered. Water, please, Shu, Beau said. A stream of water sprayed out of the blue dragon's mouth. The fire sizzled. Water droplets danced in the air, lit up by the torches. Capri, rainbow time, Anna cried. Capri glided across the room. Drake thought, as her white scales looked like jewels, a soft beam of light came out of Capri's mouth. It drew wi- grew wider and wider. When it hit the water droplets, it made a rainbow. Wow, Drake said. Isn't she amazing, asked Bo. Anna smiled. Rory put her hands on her hips. Now let's see what Worm can do, she said. Drake felt nervous. He looked at Worm. Um, Worm, are you ready? Drake asked. Worm stared back at him. I guess that means yes, thought Drake. Okay, Worm, fire. Drake jumped back in case fire came out of Worm's mouth. But Worm just lay there. Not all dragons can shoot fire, said Bo. Drake nodded. Right. Okay. Worm, water. But worm didn't shoot water. Ha, Rory laughed. I knew it. Worm can't do anything. Drake's cheeks grew hot with anger. "'He's just warming up,' he said. "'Come on, Worm, shoot light out of your mouth. "'Still nothing.' "'You call that a dragon?' Rory said. "'Please, Worm,' Drake whispered to his dragon. "'Do something.' "'Worm just blinked. "'Don't worry, Drake. "'Getting to know your dragon takes time,' Griffith said. "'Target practice is over today. "'Let's go eat.' "'Beau grabbed Drake's elbow. "'I hope you're hungry, Drake. "'The Dragon Masters give as much food as we want,' said Bo. "'Drake was hungry, so this news made him feel a little better. "'But he had failed the training.' How can I be a dragon master if my dragon won't do anything I asked it to do, he thought. I'm only an onion farmer. I don't belong here. Chapter Six, A New Friend There was so much food on the dining room table. Roast chicken, potatoes, carrots, bread, cheese. It was more food that Drake had seen in his life. Pass the potatoes, please, Drake said. Griffith pointed to the plate of potatoes. Sparks flew from his finger. As the plate floated over to drake he forgot all about wanting to go home he stabbed a potato with his fork is every supper like this drake asked beau beau nodded yes there is always a great deal of food he said but sometimes i miss my mother's soup is your home kingdom far away drake asked very far said beau i come from the east the king of emperor song and i come from the south added anna it is warm there not cold and damp like it is here "'I am proud to be from this kingdom,' Rory said. "'My father is a blacksmith. "'He makes the best horseshoes in our village.' "'Drake missed home.' "'He turned to Griffith. "'Is there a way I can let my family know I'm okay?' Drake asked. "'The wizard nodded. "'You may send them a note.' "'He waved to one of the servants. "'Please bring this boy paper and a quill.' "'A servant gave Drake paper, a small pot of ink, and a feather. "'Drake's cheeks turned red. "'What?' Rory asked.' haven't you seen paper before? Drake looked down at his plate. I worked in the fields at home, he said. I never went to school. I know how to read, but we never had paper or quills. So I don't know how to write. Rory started to say something, but Griffith gave her a hard look. Beau picked up the quill. I will write a note for you, he said. Thanks, Drake said. Then he told Bo what to write. Dear mother, I am safe, so please do not worry. Everything is new and exciting. The king is keeping me well fed. My new friend Bo helped me write this letter. Love, Drake. Drake did not say anything about dragons. He thought that might scare his mother. The servant took the note away. Drake yawned. So where do we sleep? We have rooms in the tower, Bo said. You will be in my room. Drake smiled. Good. At least he had one new friend here. Suddenly a soldier stomped into the room all rise for King Roland the Bold, he said. The dragon masters jumped to their feet. King Roland swept into the room. He was a big man with red hair and a bushy beard. He walked right up to Drake. Drake was so nervous, he was shaking. This is my n- new dragon master, he asked. Yes, your highness, said Griffiths. The king frowned. He's scrawny. Drake felt like sinking into the floor. "'The king turned to Griffith. "'Explain this to me, wizard. "'My strongest men cannot control dragons. "'Why is it that these children can? "'It is the way of the Dragonstone,' Griffith said. "'It is a mystery even to me.' (laughs) Humph, snorted the king. "'Very well, then. "'I shall leave my army in your hands.' "'Army?' Drake wondered. "'King Roland looked at Drake again. "'Do not let me down, boy,' he said. "'Then he and the soldier left.' Everyone sat back down and the king's words scared Drake. What will happen if I do let him down, Drake wondered. He had a feeling it wouldn't be good. Bo took Drake to their room. There was a bed, a wooden chest for them, and there was also a desk for them to share. A jug of water sat on a table. That is your bed, Bo said, pointing. Drake climbed into bed. The moon shone through a small window Drake looked over at Bo. He was already sleeping peacefully. Drake soon drifted off to sleep. All of a sudden, he was in a dark cave. The air in the cave felt warm. It smelled like deep, rich dirt where the onions grew. Green eyes glowed in the darkness. Worm, Worm was in the cave, and behind him were other dragons. They all had the same brown scales and green eyes. boom, a loud explosion shook the cave. Smoke filled the air. Worm let out a cry. The dragon slithered across the cave floor, looking for a way out. Drake woke up in his bed, dripping sweat. That was some nightmare, he thought. It felt so real. Chapter 8, Flying Practice. After breakfast the next morning, Drake went back underground with Griffith and the other dragons. "'Why do we train all the way down here?' Drake asked as they walked. "'Don't you know,' Rory said. "'We're a secret. No one knows the dragons are here. "'No one knows the dragonstone is real, and no one knows about us.' Drake looked at the wizard. "'It is true,' Griffith said. "'The king does not want others to know about the dragons.' "'Because he's building a dragon army?' Drake asked. "'That is the king's business, not ours,' said Griffith. He opened the door to the hallway of the dragon caves. "'Flect your dragons, we are going outside today.' "'Hooray,' yelled Anna, Rory, and Bo. "'But won't someone see us if we go outside?' asked Drake. "'No, we'll be hidden in the Valley of Clouds,' said Anna. "'Hurry up, go get Worm.' Drake ran through the winding hallway to Worm's cave. Worm raised his head and looked at him. It reminded Drake of his nightmare. He shivered. "'Come on, Worm, we're going outside,' Drake said as he opened the gate. Worm crawled out of the cave. Griffith led them all down a dark tunnel. The tunnel opened into a bright field of grass. Tall hills rose up on all sides. The sun cheered Anna. She twirled around. Drake looked up at the sun and smiled. So what do we do out here, he asked. Anna grinned. We fly, she said. She patted Capri on the head. Show him, girl. Capri raised her long neck and flew straight up. She looped and swirled in the air, and Drake watched her, shading his eyes from the sun. He had never seen anything like it. "'Wait till you see Vulcan fly,' Rory said. "'Vulcan, circle!' Vulcan flapped his big red wings. He flew up into the sky and circled the field. "'Wow,' Drake said. He looked over at Bo. "'Your dragon doesn't have wings. Can she fly, too?' he asked. Bo nodded. "She, "'She does not need wings,' he said. Shu, please fly. Shu floated up off the grass. It's like she's swimming through the air, Drake said. Yes, said Beau. How Shu flies is very much like how one swims. She can ride the winds. Drake looked at Worm. His teeny wings did not look like they could lift him. What about you, Worm? He asked. Can you fly too? Worm just stared at Drake. He didn't flap his wings. He didn't even move. It's okay, Drake said. He thought of how scared Worm had been in the nightmare. We can watch the others. Drake sat on the grass and he put a hand on Worm's back. The dragon moved closer to him. Suddenly the dragon stone felt warm on Drake's skin. He looked down. It was glowing. Griffith was standing over with the other dragon masters. None of their stones were glowing. Mine is my stone glowing, he wondered. Am I doing something wrong? Drake quickly tucked his dragon stone inside oh. his shirt. Then he went back to watching the other dragons fly across the sky. Chapter 9. Whispers And that is how to shine at dragon scales, Griffith was saying later that week. Remember, brush one scale at a time. No shortcuts. Rory sighed. When can we go out again? Drake was glad Rory had asked. They had been stuck in the trading room for three days. Drake liked learning about dragons, but he was used to being outside all day every day on his farm back home. He was starting to forget what the sun looked like. The wizard patted a tall pile of books on his desk. "'There is so much for you to learn first. We will go out again soon, Rory.' Then a soldier came in. He handed something to Griffith. The wizard smiled. "'Drake, it is a letter for you. Read it aloud,' Anna said. Drake quickly nodded to Griffith. "'Dear Drake, we are glad you are safe. We still don't know why the king brought you there.' Can you tell us? Please keep writing so we won't worry. And thank you to your friend, Beau, for helping you to write to us. Love, your mother. Your mother sounds nice, Beau said. Drake's eyes turned, started to burn. He held back his tears. Thanks, he said. May I send another letter to her to tell her about the dragons? You must not say anything about the dragons, Griffith said. The king's secret must be kept. The wizard stood up. Now it is time to shine your dragons. Let us go. As they were leaving the training room, Rory ran over to Anna. She started to whispering to her. Drake kept an eye on Rory as they walked toward the dragon caves. She has a sneaky look on her face, he thought. What are she and Anna up to? Chapter 10, Worm's Story. Drake stepped inside Worm's dark cave. Worm opened one eye. (sighs) I need you to shine your scales, Drake said. He was carrying a brush, a basket, and towels. Drake looked at Worm's brown scales. They're not shiny, he said, but I'll clean them anyway. Drake was still getting used to being around Worm. The dragon's head was as big as Drake. Worm could swallow Drake in one gulp if he wanted to. But something about Worm made Drake feel peaceful. Drake gently brushed one of Worm's scales, and the big dragon sounded, made a sound low in his throat. Worm smiled and closed his eyes. You like that? Drake asked. Worm made another purring sound. Good. He cleaned Worm's scales one at a time. I kind of missed the onion field back home, Drake said with his, to his dragon. It was hard work, but I loved being outside. Drake started to clean Worm's head, and I really miss my family, Drake said. He scratched behind Worm's ears like he did with his cat back home. Then he felt his hand start to tingle. He tried to take his hand off Worm. but He couldn't. It was stuck. Drake's eyes widened. He looked at Worm, and the dragon was staring hard at him. Pictures popped into Drake's head. He saw the cave from his nightmare. He saw the explosion again. Before Drake had woken up this time, the pictures kept coming. Worm was trying to get out of the cave, but the other dragons were in the way. Then soldiers rushed into the cave. Each soldier's shirt had a gold dragon sewn on it. The king's soldiers, Drake asked. The soldiers wrapped Worm in chains. They dragged him out of the cave. Owie! Drake could hear the worms cry. Then his hand stopped tingling. The pictures left his head. Drake looked at Worm. Did that really happen? Did the king's men take you away from your family, just like they took me from mine? Worm nodded. I'm so sorry, Drake said. He threw his arms around Worm's neck. Worm closed his eyes. All his life, Drake had looked up to the king, Roland. But why would the king's men take Worm like a prisoner, wondered Drake. Maybe he isn't such a good king after all. Chapter 11. A Noise in the Night Good job cleaning worm scales, Drake, oh. Griffith said, walking into the cave. Drake wasn't going to say anything about what worm had shown him. Not yet, but he did have a question for Griffith. How did the dragons get here, he asked. When the king's soldiers searched far and wide, Griffith replied, it's not easy to find a dragon. Most people have never seen one. But the king did not give up. His soldiers were able to capture these four. But did the dragons want to come here, Drake asked. The king does not always think about what dragons want, Griffith said darkly. Now come, it is time for supper. After they ate, Bo and Drake went to their room. Bo was teaching him how to write the alphabet. Bo drew a capital D and a lowercase d. See, Bo said, the big D looks like a dragon with a big belly. He drew a picture on the paper, like Vulcan, Drake said, with a laugh. Bo laughed too. Moonlight light <sighs> glinted over Bo's dragon stone. It reminded Drake of something he wanted to ask Bo about. Does your stone ever glow? Drake asked. Bo shook his head. No, he said. Why do you ask? It's just, I thought I saw mine glow once, Drake said, when I was with Worm. That's interesting, Bo said. You should tell Griffith. Drake nodded. Tomorrow, he said. Drake wrote rows of the letter D before he went to sleep. He thought he would dream of D's, or maybe of Worm again. But just after he climbed into bed, Funk Drake heard a loud noise. He sat up with two figures standing by Beau's bed. Chapter twelve A Sneaky Plan The two figures turned around. It was Rory and Anna. What do you want? Drake asked. Go back to sleep, Rory snapped. Why should I? he snapped back. Drake was tired of Rory being so bossy. "'Yeah, why should he?' Bo said. "'And why are you two here?' Anna spoke up. "'We're going to bring our dragons outside while the rest of the castle is asleep. "'Do you guys want to come? You can bring Worm and Shu. "'This is a bad idea,' Bo said. "'No, it is not,' Rory said. "'We're dragon masters. We should be able to take our dragons out whenever we want to.' "'You have a point,' Drake agreed, "'and I do think Worm would like to go outside again.' Bo looked worried. "'What if Griffith finds out?' he asked. "'What if the king finds out?' They won't find out, Rory said, so long as neither of you say anything, she looked both of them in the eyes. Well, come on then, said Anna. Drake slipped on his shoes. He followed the others down the hall, and the door to Griffith's room was open. He was snoring loudly. Rory put a finger to her lips. Shhh. As they tiptoed past the door, Drake peeked inside. The wizard's long beard flew up every time he snored. The dragon masters walked down the stairs. The guard in front of the training room door was asleep, too. That's Simon, Rory whispered. He always falls asleep. They tiptoed past Simon and into the training room. The torches were not lit, so the room was black. Rory lit a candle, and then she passed the candles to each of them. Now let's get the dragon, she said, still whispering. They reached Vulcan's cave first. Rory opened the gate. Wake up, Vulcan, she said. We're going outside. Grumbling, Vulcan got to his feet. Anna and Bo woke up their dragons. Drake went to Worm's cave. Worm, do you want to go outside, Drake asked. Worm lifted his head, his eyes shut wide open. He stared right at Drake. Drake got a strange feeling. Come on, Worm, Drake said. The worm didn't move. He just stared at Drake. Is he trying to tell me something, Drake wondered. Rory, Anna, and Bo walked up to Worm's cave with their dragons. Is Worm coming, Rory asked. Suddenly, Drake froze. He heard words inside his head. Do not go into the tunnel. Mm. Chapter 13. Trouble in the Tunnel. Did Worm just speak to me through his thoughts? Drake did not know what to think, but he had a feeling those words were a warning. had come from Worm. Drake, what's the matter? Anna asked. It's... I'm not sure, he said. What would they think if I told them? I just heard words in my head. Worm doesn't want to go fine stay here be a big chicken rory snapped i didn't say i was staying drake shot back i'll come along without worm as soon as he said it worm crawled out of the cave look he is coming with us anna said drake didn't hear any more words in his head maybe worm had changed his mind rory led vulcan forward let's get moving they headed to the long tunnel that led outside the torches on the walls weren't lit and their candles weren't doing much to light things up Capri can light the way, Anna said. But before she could give the command, Rory cried out, Look! Drake craned his neck to look around the dragons in front of him. Then he saw it. A red, glowing red orb floated toward them. It grew bigger and bigger as it got closer. That looks like wizard's magic, Anna cried. But it's not Griffith's magic, said Bo. It feels scary. Just then, Vulcan let out a loud roar, his big tail thrashed back and forth come down Vulcan Rory yelled but her dragon was very upset whack whack Vulcan's tail banged against the sides of the tunnel his big body slammed against the walls Capri and Shu cried out they both tried to turn back only Worm stayed calm the tunnel began to shake dirt fell from the walls the dragon masters all looked at one another run Drake yelled but it was too late The walls caved in around them. Chapter 14 Trapped Drake ducked as dirt rained down. He closed his eyes tight, then the shaking stopped. Drake opened his eyes. All the candles had gone out. He looked behind him in the darkness. Worm, are you all right? Worm looked fine. In fact, he didn't have any dust on him. Everybody else was pretty dirty. Is everybody okay? Drake asked. Anna was on the ground. Beau helped her up. I'm fine, she said. That was scary, though. Rory walked over. I'm sorry, she said. I don't know why that weird ball of light made Vulcan freak out. Drake looked around. Thankfully, it's gone now. We should get back, Bo said nervously. Drake looked past Worm. The tunnel was blocked with rocks and dirt. I don't think we can, Drake said. The way outside is blocked, too, Rory said. We're trapped, said Bo. He turned pale. Anna's dragon made a sad sound. It's okay, Capri, Anna said, stroking Capri snout. Can you give us some light, please? Capri opened her mouth and a beautiful white ball of light came out. The light hung in the air. Vulcan is strong, Roy said. He should be able to push through the rocks. Vulcan was calmer now that the red orb was gone. He pushed at the rock wall, but the rocks didn't budge. Come on, Vulcan, Roy urged him, but Vulcan couldn't break through. Bo spoke up. I could have Shu blast through the rocks with water. Anna frowned. "'What if it doesn't work? "'Then the tunnel will fill with water.' "'Everybody was quiet. "'They knew Anna was right. "'They were stuck. "'Drake looked at Worm. "'Sorry I got you into this,' he whispered. "'Then Worm's green eyes started to glow. "'A green light swept from the top of Worm's head "'to the end of his tail. "'Drake jumped back. "'Worm? "'He felt something warm on his chest, "'and he looked down to see that his Dragonstone was glowing too. "'Anna, Rory, and Bo's mouths dropped open.' They stared at Worm and Drake. Worm's green glow filled the tunnel. Drake, it looks like your dragon's going to explode, Rory yelled. Chapter 15 Worm's Surprise Worm didn't explode. Instead, the dragon closed his eyes. Then the rocks blocking the tunnel began to shake. What's happening? Bo yelled. Is Worm doing that? Anna asked. I think, I think he's going to use the power of his mind, Drake said. He wasn't sure how he knew. He just did. Rory, Anna, and Beau stepped back. The rocks kept shaking. Then, poof! The rocks broke up into teeny pieces. Rock dust filled the air. Drake coughed, waving the dust away with his hand. All of the fallen rocks were gone. The tunnel was clear again. Drake hugged Worm. You did it, Worm. We should get out of here before Vulcan sneezes from all this dust, said Rory. The last time he sneezed, he turned my bread into toast. Rory's right said, Bo, let's get out of here. Drake stepped through the pile of rubble and found himself face to face with Griffith. Simon, the guard, stood behind Griffith. You are all in big trouble, the wizard said. The whole castle is awake and King Roland is furious. Chapter 16, Just the Beginning The group walked back through the tunnel in silence. Six of the king's guards were waiting for them in the training room one stepped forward as soon as he entered the room king roland wants a report he barked the dragon masters all looked to griffith he cleared his throat please tell king roland that everything is fine he said the dragons tried to escape but the dragon master stopped them but drake started to speak but something about griffith's look told him to stay quiet the soldier nodded to griffith very well he said then the soldiers and simon left Drake turned to Griffith, but the dragons didn't do anything wrong, he said. Rory stepped forward. Drake's right. This was my fault. I wanted to take the dragons outside, she said. She turned to the dragon masters. I'm sorry. It was a bad idea. Agreed, said Griffith. Now tell me, how did you all get out of the collapsed tunnel? Worm saved us, Rory cried. Anna nodded. He glowed all green. It was amazing. And then he turned the rocks to dust, Beau added. The wizard's eyes lit up. That's excellent, he grabbed Drake by the soldiers. I knew you could bring it out of him, Drake. Earth dragons have great power, Griffith said. Worm has been hiding his power, until now. He glowed because he was using it. Is that why my dragon stone glowed too? Drake asked. No, the stone glows when you have a strong link with your dragon, Griffith said. The link is strong when you and your dragon can read each other's thoughts. It will happen to the other dragon masters too, in time. Drake remembered the words he had heard in his head. Thank you, Worm, he said, stroking him. You really saved us today. Wait, we forgot to tell you about the red ball of light, Rory piped up. That's what scared Vulcan. When it flew into the tunnel, he panicked and made the tunnel collapse. A cloud came over Griffith's face. Are you sure that you saw a red ball of light? All four Dragon Masters nodded. This is serious, Griffith said. Danger may be heading our way danger Bo asked griffith patted Bo's head for now we are safe let's all get some sleep as drake led worm back to his cave he felt a strong connection to his dragon he wasn't going back to the onion fields this was his life now a life full of dragons and magic and danger he was a dragon master